What's up, y'all? This is Manny coming at you live from the multiverse. I am the founder and CEO at Multitudes. And I'm Carla, the robot host of the multiverse. Hey, Carla. What's up, Manny? At, at Multitudes, Multitudes, we create, we digital, create experiences. digital experiences. Okay, I think one of us should go. Let me take it from here. At Multitudes, we create digital experiences that take you through space, time, and that space in between you and the people around you. Our mission is to foster a safe space where people who are entering a new community, be it a neighborhood, workshop, conference, university, wherever, can build meaningful, fun, and even surprising connections. And through the many, or multitude, excuse me, sorry, Carla, it's okay, also not okay. Please don't use that pun. Of course, of course, everyone uses that. I know, right? So where was I, oh, yes, through the many connections that happen in the multiverse. The ultimate vision is to make the world a little more loving and a little less lonely. Yes, indeed. And in this first episode, I randomly paired two people from the On Deck Fellowship community. Robert, the founder of building a platform for asynchronous conversation called Hearth, and Delhi a founder connecting people to their workout tribes through PrepFit. I enjoyed this session. We got to talk about the early days of the internet, friendship, and they got my riddle. They were indeed a clever duo. Let's listen in. Great. Let's introduce ourselves to we know who's in the room. What is the name of your constellation? Phoenix. Yes, and I am Lynx. Hello, Lynx. Hello. Phoenix, what's one thing you're grateful for today? I've been having a bunch of great calls today. I was able to work out again because I haven't worked out in a week. Grateful for that, for sure. Lynx, what about you? Uh, I'm lucky that I get to be um, back home with my family today. It actually uh, happens to be my, my birthday, so uh, it's nice to get to spend, spend time with family today. Awesome. Okay, let's go down memory lane. What are your earliest memories of going on the Internet? Links, your turn. Let's see. So... Um, I was born in the early 90s, and uh, so it was probably about 10 or so, or maybe between 7 and 10, whenever I first had experiences using uh, something called Web TV, which hooked up to our, so I, I don't know exactly how it worked, but I think it hooked into our, our um, cable line or something for our TV, and, um, and we could use the, the TV as a monitor for webmail. And it was the first time ever, I remember the first time I ever used Google, I put the little plus signs in between each word in the, uh, in the query. Phoenix, your turn. Uh, for me, I, I was born, also born in the early 90s. I, I grew up, uh, you know, in a place where there wasn't great internet access. So I ended up having to go to what we would call like a web cafe to go sit down and just like go at it on Yahoo uh -huh. Messenger. And Yahoo Messenger had these very, very cool um, chat rooms you could jump into. Some not very cool, but, you know, for the majority of it, they were cool, and you would just have conversations, 
and I met a lot of people across the world, and I, I feel like at that point I just fell in love with the internet and the power it had. Um, yeah, I missed that. It was it was great. I was a kid, super curious. I had to pay about a dollar to do this every day, um, and that was a lot of money for me at that age. But it was something I just like figured out. It taught me a lot just trying to get that access to the internet. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. What was your first email address? My my first email address was uh, r o c k y two k y two thousand and four at g at yahoo dot com. Uh, it was Rocky two k y two thousand and four. Oh my God, I can't believe that. That was seventeen years ago. Um, yeah. I uh, I don't remember what what ho- what email service provider I used. Oh, it was it had to be Comcast dot net. And I think mine was Bobby Soccer Four at Comcast.net. Cause, uh, yeah, big soccer fan. I was as a, as a soccer player for sure. Oh, nice. In what ways did your world change after you went online? Hmm. Let's see. So. Um, I think that the the first like killer app for me that I can recall um, was uh, online games. That was the that was the first thing. It's just like so much fun to just like play these games. That was probably like ten ten or eleven. And then once I got to middle school, I think an even bigger impact on me was AOL Instant Messenger and being able to connect with you know, during fifth, sixth, seventh grade, you know, my peers when I was at home and like do this async chat, that was, uh, that was really impactful. Um, for me, for me, it was, you know, Yahoo Messenger again. Uh, and just being able to explore that. And I remember I had uh, the PlayStation and being able to go to the, 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 to get, go on the internet and find cheat codes. <laughs> To like yep. win the games, it's like a really fun experience for me for like Mortal Kombat to learn like the fatalities that were hidden, mm-hmm. learn like cheat codes for like Grand Theft Auto, which I shouldn't have been playing at that age. Shout out to my parents, um, yeah. and you know, whatever it is, and just like being able to connect with people, it was so cool. Um, also lyrics because I loved music, and you know that was the first opportunity I had that wasn't on paper to find lyrics to music. Mm, yeah, absolutely, yeah. that was great. Talk about your first friend. Describe them for us. What were they like? What fond memories do you have of them? Uh, my, my, my first friend that I comes to memory, who's still a good friend of mine, was uh, he was a really nice guy. He was super loyal to me. Like I still like think about that. Um, um, he definitely made me feel... Uh, what it meant to be a friend, which at that point I didn't really understand. Um, apart from my siblings, I guess, you know, growing up for me was an interesting experience just because I grew up with, like, my cousins and siblings together, and so we were all, like, f- considered friends. But outside of that, my first experience of friendship was just, like, it was very pure. We were just, like, it was it was love. We, we legit loved each other, and, you know, we did everything together, and I had his back, he had my back. And yeah, I I definitely miss that. We we still talk. You know, we would like not talk for a year and talk for like five hours sometimes. And yes, it's 
that was that was my fir- first friendship. Yeah, I, th- I think as I as I think back, probably one of the earliest and most impactful friendships that I had uh, was with um, someone who, like, I guess we our parents met whenever they were pregnant with us. Um, our moms met whenever they were pregnant with us, um, but and then we, you know, so we kind of grew up together. But we didn't become like really close until middle and high school. And during that time, there's some about an old friend, you know, that you can just like totally be yourself with. And even though we were very different people in many respects, because we had grown up together, there was a shared understanding that was really meaningful and and just so comfortable, right, to be to be with that person because you know each other so thoroughly. Are you still friends with this person? Why or why not? Yeah, so I would absolutely say that we're still friends, although we haven't talked much in the last couple of years. I think it's easy as, as we grow into adulthood and, and um, live separate lives, and we live on different sides of the, the, the country now, opposite coasts. Um, but... Uh, but definitely still a, a meaningful relationship in my life. So we're, we're still very close. We still speak. Uh, we live on opposite sides of the world, not just the same country. And so mm-hmm. it's been difficult to like constantly keep in touch. But outside of that, we reach out. We, we call each other on our birthdays. We, you know, ask about each other's parents. And, you know, he's doing well. I'm doing fairly okay. Um, yeah. Riddle me this. What occurs once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in 1,000 years? Mm. Once in a minute, twice in a moment, and never in one... M. What's that? M. The letter M. Once in a minute, Ah, twice in a moment, never in in 1,000 years. Very good. The answer is the letter M. Phoenix, ask Lynx a question you wouldn't normally ask someone in a first conversation. Uh, what's your biggest insecurity? Good question. Uh, biggest insecurity, I think... Hmm... Well, biggest is hard, but I can talk about one insecurity, which would be, I, I think, overall, um, I think one would be, like, being in the Bay Area. Uh, there's so many people from incredibly accomplished backgrounds whose parents were accomplished and whose grandparents were accomplished and who have this, like, legacy of impressiveness, you know, and they went to top schools and their parents went to top schools and everything like that. For me, I mean, I grew up in, you know, a a rural town in in Tennessee and most of the people from that town are still there. uh, And, um, and there's not too many people that I know that who were, you know, grew up around me who made it, who kind of, you know, made it out, I guess. And, uh, and went on to do, really too much so I think it, you know I'm, I'm both proud of that but then also I think it's been a journey for me to become proud of it as opposed mm-hmm. to having you know some kind of insecurity or chip on my shoulder about it 
Lynx, your turn. Um, let's see. So um, a question I wouldn't normally ask. What's, um, what is, um, what's, what's the most important relationship to you in your life? I'm two two very interesting question actually. Um, I'm not gonna I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be narcissistic, but apart from the relationship I have with myself, because I'm the one person I'm with every single time, um, mm-hmm. that's probably the only the, the the real answer to this. But like outside of myself, which is what really matters, I would say my my relationship with um, my my mother, uh, my relationship with my mother is super important to me. Um, uh, she's like this incredible woman who's been like through the most and you know just stuck around and been there for us and so that relationship has just been one of those things that I've always looked up to as almost as a template she's not that far away from perfect and it's what makes it beautiful because I think in the midst of all that imperfection uh, I found so much beauty and so much uh, you know fault and failure but still it still be comes up as a very, very beautiful relationship for me. And I really admire, admire that relationship uh, to the max. And so, yeah, that, that would be the most important one for me um, in, in, in to this day in my lifetime. Great questions. Now share something you already like about each other. Uh, one thing I really appreciate is your, your thoughtfulness in, in the answers that you give um, in the way you kind of think about the relationships in your life, both with your friends and your mom and, and also with yourself, you know, I mean, I think, I don't think that's a narcissistic answer. I think it's really true. A lot of people undervalue the relationship that they have with themselves. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, for me, I, I, I love the introspection that you have, and I love how you, you view everything you've spoken about. It seems like you have a very, very deep rooted belief. Uh, which is super important, and you know, however you talk about things, how you feel about things, I can I can tell you really believe in the things you say and the things you feel towards everyone and everything, uh, which I which I think is like super important uh, in people. Nice, thanks. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. All right, we're nearing the end of our time together. Make a poem or song to commemorate this journey that we've gone on together, ideally as a duet. A poem or a song? What should we go for? A poem or song? Uh, interesting. You want to uh, wanna go for a haiku here? I'll do a haiku. Let's do a haiku. All right. Um, so structure of a haiku, five, seven, five. Correct. For uh, syllables. So three lines, 17 syllables. Yeah. We'd say, uh, um, let's see. Meeting someone new. Uh, let's see. Something, something I never expected to do. Something I never expected to do today. Something I never expected to do today. Uh, one more. Yeah. Um, and glad that it happened. 
Thank you for joining us for this session in the multiverse. We'll be having more conversations coming at you from the On Deck Fellowship section of the multiverse. If you are interested in trying it out, don't hesitate to reach out to me. The links for the setup should be below. And I'd love to chat. And I know Carla would too. Until next time, this is Carla signing off from the multiverse.